0: Oh, I've been having the weirdest dreams lately. Excuse me, I just woke up from a dream within a dream. <laughs> and the first dream was so crazy. That in the second dream, all I was trying to do was remember the first dream, and then I woke up from that dream and I was like, Whoa, (laughs) what the fuck is happening in my dreams? it's nuts it's beyond nuts it's gnarly it's gnarly astral projections It's like I even know I'm dreaming in the dream but it's not like it's it's it's, oh let's see how do I explain this oh my gosh and just for the record that was like the best like the deepest sleep I've had and weeks. I haven't slept like that in forever. I haven't been feeling good at all. At all. I haven't been myself lately. Anyway, so (laughs) last night, (laughs) I don't know how to tell this story elegantly at all. But it was very elegant. It was one of the most beautiful dreams. It was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been, ever. And I've been a lot of beautiful places, especially in my dreams. (laughs) Last night, Betty White opened an interactive art gallery in my dream world and it was so beautiful i don't know if i can even remember all of the rooms it had so many different rooms and they were so pretty everything was pretty and betty white was pretty and i know she's passed so r.i.p betty white and I guess that brings me back to when I wrote the episode, the Betty White episode in Legends. I think I put it in Legends because Betty White was such a legend and then I just like buried it in my documents because um, around this time last year, I think it was last year. It had to have been last year because I was in um, Nayarit writing a lot and i had a dream <laughs> and this dream i've never talked about i think i wrote i wrote some poetry about it because it was so i think it, it was just alarming so even like a dream within a dream within a dream but if i can remember correctly i did write about it and i literally just woke up like five seconds ago and then I went to use the bathroom and turn my phone on then I realized my phone was already turned on. I hate that. I hate when my phone turns itself on <laughs> cuz I sleep with my phone off and then like I I specifically turn it off to sleep and then I wake up with it on sometimes and I'm like why did this happen and then I just get embarrassed that my phone's been listening to me flatulate for hours. Anyway, um <laughs> last year around this time um when betty white was still alive i think i don't know when she died because i was so terrified by my dream (laughs) like that i didn't want to google if she had passed but i think she did pass in january uh, like the following january but i i didn't know and i'm like superstitious sometimes about my dreams cuz sometimes i dream things before they happen um like quite a while before they happen and so i was just like worried i was so worried but it was like b arthur <laughs> and judy garland and one other person oh i know dolly parton was in there but i wasn't really worried about her because she's alive but i was like i kind of like checked on dolly parton. i was like oh no is dolly parton okay is she sick like i don't know anyway i love dolly parton she's okay but <laughs> i think the i think the more startling thing was like b arthur and judy garland who have almost nothing to do with each other i mean like i think for a while they were alive at the same time Um, but they're not even really in the same, like, era of Hollywood. I mean, like, technically, I think B. Arthur was doing, like, theater. Um, like, in her earlier days, and and Judy Garland was just, like, an earlier golden era. I don't know, I don't even know if she's golden era. Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, it was a very, it was, like, a super alarming dream. And I just, like, woke up, and Betty White was not even in the dream, and I woke up like, oh no, Betty White. And then I'd like, I like completely just did not. I was like, I'm not Googling if Betty White is alive, if she's live, keep her alive. Like, I was just like, oh no, like fucking Betty White. But then I wrote this episode of Legends slash Enter the Multiverse because those two series intertwine a lot especially just because in enter like it is an anthology i've learned that this whole entire saga you know is like an anthology and so a lot of it like it does have a a a storyline and it does have characters and these characters do have arcs and like develop it like it really is intricate and i wish that i had like other people helping me like sort this out just because it's like it's so massive at this point like i can't even take it from google documents into fucking um what's it called into final draft because, like, the both programs will just like stop working. um <laughs> If I try to like copy and paste like too much of it or like try to transfer over like from my Google documents into like final draft, like final draft will be like, I can't, and then just close. And then Google Docs will be like, I know, and close. And so, like, I like at this point, the festival project is literally just an anthology of like what the fuck sitting in my like in <laughs> it's split between six accounts in my google documents and the first account is what like w- almost 100 percent full there was a point where i could not write anymore and that like <laughs> google stopped me like it would it was like you can't write in here anymore like you don't have any more storage you can buy more storage you can start deleting shit and so i started deleting shit and then i was like you know what i probably like i just for like fucking like archiving purposes i should not like be deleting anything that i'm writing i should just fucking keep it and so um and then so another account got opened, even though I already had, like, four at the time, and that's how I ended up with six. Anyway, fucking Betty White, oh my gosh, rest her soul, because I think she's dead, but at this point, I don't know. Because I, <laughs> because after this dream, I think I had picked up a magazine with an interview with Betty White, and I looked at the date, and I was like, wait, she's alive? And then I was like, oh, so I, fu- I fucking I tricked myself into thinking she was dead for the longest time because I did the opposite thing with my Angelou, where I, think, I thought she was alive. I saw her on a quarter, I was like, oh, they gave her a quarter, that's fucking, that's awesome. And I thought she was alive, she's not. And then I was like, oh, so, <laughs> like that does make a lot more sense that she's not, because I have a lot more <laughs> dead people dancing around in my head than fucking live ones at this point sometimes, which can be comical. Um, like, in this dream, this dream. Okay, so that was my dream last year. Um, yeah, and then I, d- I was confused, I think, when Betty White actually did pass away. RIP Betty White. Because I, th- I think she's, like, turned 100 around the same time. Or, like, very very, very close she might still be alive i don't know like i really don't because i I tripped myself out so hard that i like opened up an infinite dimension of just like betty white could be alive right now she could not be i don't i don't know but in my dream last night she was very much alive and she was very much beautiful because she was wearing this ball gown because she was opening this she, <laughs> i sound like a crazy person i am a crazy person it doesn't matter she was so beautiful and then she was she was just i love i love betty white who doesn't love betty white she's a legend but she was in my dream and she opened up this <laughs> she opened up this art gallery and it was the most... It was an interactive art gallery, so you could just, like, walk through it. And it was, like, you had to be, like, dressed for it. And it was crazy. There was there was this, like, other part of the dream because she was also, like, my professor. It was, it was nuts. And then, and then I was, like, being, like, a super bad student. Like, I was, like, running off with my friends, like, and being, like, weird and, like, getting all drunk. I don't even drink. And then... <laughs> and then she was like disappointed in me but still like really proud for some reason i don't know um <laughs> i don't know but then she opened this gallery and it was a vegan gallery i guess i have to fucking i don't know i don't know how to explain this fucking dream because it was nuts this massive place with like all these staircases and there was like marble there was like a glitter everywhere and there was and there was like and there was rhinestones in the in the tile i love when they do that like victoria's secret i know i have add i know it's okay like (laughs) victoria's secret's floors in some locations how there's like glitter in the fucking tile pretty but this was like rhinestones so it was like I don't know it reminded me of heaven because this place was so magnificent maybe it wasn't heaven because Betty White was there and she was like playing this fucking grand piano with these long stiletto nails and I was like wow like it was a super impressive part because she did that for like a good five minutes and I couldn't like take my eyes off of her it was nuts it was a lot and she didn't say anything she didn't say anything she just kept guiding me through this like wonderful palace this this interactive vegan I guess everything was vegan because there was this really really pretty like leather couch but it wasn't leather I guess because it was a vegan art gallery and it was interactive so it had all these like it was really cool (laughs) and it was this really cool place and I was there for hours and then even after I woke up from that dream in another dream I was like whoa guys cause for some reason I had friends and I was like whoa guys whoa I was like yeah. Like, Betty White took me to this place, and then they were like, well, we're going to go to another place, and then we were going to another place, and it was, like, Burning Man, I guess, it was, like, a place in the middle of a desert with, like, a lake, and we went in a trailer, I don't even know, like, I, I don't know who these people were, they were my friends, though, we were really close, and I, like, had camaraderie with them and I don't know, it was nuts, it was was, was crazy. And that whole dream, I spent writing down things about the other dream and like traveling in my mind to the other dream with Betty White because I was recollecting this dream where she opened this interactive art gallery and it was so pretty and her dress was so pretty and she was just the sweetest fucking thing ever. Fucking Betty White. (laughs) And yeah, it just like I woke up and I was like, okay, I have to talk about this because like I said, I haven't been feeling very good at all. Um, I've been like I've had like sleep paralysis like that was the first like technically good dream I've had in a while. And then I found out that um, I was talking to my friend um, who's staying somewhere else. And so I'm staying in his place. And he was like, yeah, my dream catcher is behind the mirror. And I was like, oh, that could be a reason because you're really not supposed to use other people's dream catchers, um, you know. And so, like, yeah. And I was like, oh, let me take care of that. If I can um, burn some sage, light some candles. And I guess that helped because that it like, I don't know, Betty White, I love her so much. Um that it was just kind of like that was nice, that was like you know, um strange, but I woke up feeling protected, and then it made me it made me remember my dream from last year, which was a little bit earlier in the year um than now, but it was it was like late September, early October last year that I like woke up from a really strange dream. Where I was like getting in and out of, it was like in New York, it was definitely in New York. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like skipping between dream worlds, but it was really weird because it took me a long time to, woke, to wake up from like Betty White interactive gallery. It was so pretty, oh my God. It had all these staircases and all these like different rooms. And it reminded me of like the first warehouse rave I was ever playing it did but it was like so much like okay that place was kind of like sketch but like this wasn't sketch at all it was very very high bar and i don't know uh, uh, like that was cool uh r.i.p betty white or not i don't know she could still be alive i really i fucked myself up with that because i like i i was superstitious i refused to google it i wouldn't google it i wasn't gonna like i I wasn't gonna go like (laughs) knocking on any doors opening any fucking boxes that didn't need to be opened i was like you know what she is getting up there let's just keep her preserved um (laughs) i don't you know i don't really need to I don't need to know, I just know she's fine now, and I think, you know, like, because I never checked on it, I never did, like, I think I opened up a magazine that was like, happy birthday, Betty White, and I was like, oh shit, she's alive, maybe, and I don't even think I read the article, like, I don't know, it was a long time, um, it it was a long time time like i said i don't know I don't, I don't know um but yeah she was very very much in the flesh that was a very very vivid dream that was very and that was crazy that was weird that was cuz it took me back to the betty white episode which i did right right after i woke up from the weird um b arthur dream um and i think it was judy girl i'm pretty sure it was b arthur Judy Garland and Dolly Parton and then I was like this is a weird combination of people (laughs) and I I was like I'm pretty sure Dolly Parton's alright God bless her but I knew B. Arthur and Judy Garland were for sure on the other side and so I was like oh man Um, it was weird and I was like oh (laughs) like it was strange because like my brain just like weirdly connected I was like oh fuck like Betty white and i don't even think Rue mccallanhan was in the dream i could go back to the journal that i kept because i kept the dream journal at the time i could go back to the journal that i kept and i was like oh shit like maybe they're looking for their friend oh uh, don't know i don't know i was the, that dream definitely shook me and i definitely like i wrote some very weird cryptic like poetry about it <laughs> um Uh, maybe, like, a song or two because I didn't, like, I don't know, um, it's weird how, like, um, like, poetic my, my writing can get sometimes when I'm trying to, like, avoid something, like, sometimes I can be, like, very straight to the point, excuse me, I'm still, like, halfway in a weird coma, um, (laughs) um, yeah, (laughs) my yeah my writing can get really like cryptic and like mysterious when i'm trying to avoid like a subject entirely and it can get like really poetic and use a lot of uh, metaphors because i'm not like i'm trying to not like i'm trying to be slick you know um and not really like say directly which i guess is like a rule of songwriting i took like a songwriting class once like yeah and it was like don't ever really say what you're trying to say like go around saying it and like use like metaphors which is cool um you know a lot of people don't do that anymore they're just like yeah I got a wet pussy what and then you know (laughs) um I don't know I am not I don't hate that song I just like I see children (laughs) in the world and like I don't know, my brain's skipping around a lot, but this is true, is that um, I kind of, like... And with my time with Anander, I was like, whoa, kids, look at you like you're Mary Poppins or some shit. And then we did. It was like a running joke. We're like, you're a fucked up Mary Poppins. Because she did have a bag that was seemingly, she had lots of bags that were like seemingly bottomless. And she would just like pull out whatever you needed from it and be like, here you go. She was a crazy witch doctor, fairy, fucking godmother." Mary Poppins, Harry Potter. I don't know what the fuck she is. She's an enander, and and um and I love her so much. But I was like, yo, dude, like fucking. I don't even know how I got on this subject. Oh, cause kids, kids would stare at her like she was fucking god. And I was like, what is it like with you? And she was like, you better get used to it. And I didn't know what she bit by it. And she's super British. I won't even like. She's so cognizant, I won't even attempt her accent because it's so amazing that I could actually just listen to her talk for 30 minutes saying nothing and not really give a shit because that's how American I am. I'm like, I know you. she's just blabbering in a fucking corner about like seriously almost nothing at all or about 30 things at once because she's like that and I'm like oh you know it doesn't even matter because it sounds so good to me she's just that British and I'm just that American that it just doesn't fucking and yeah (laughs) oh yeah but the way kids used to stare at her I'm like what the fuck she's like you better get used to it and I I didn't know what she meant at the time but now it happens to me and like these like it's crazy I try not to stare at people's babies because like I believe I was taught from like a Mexican mom like really at a really young age like when you stare at people's babies it gives them like negative unwanted attention it's called ojos and it can make like the baby really sick because they're still fragile in their consciousness and I don't know why of all the things things in the world but like as a kid that made sense to me and it stuck with me and I'm like you know what don't give people ojos even though like I don't know I'm almost 30 my my uterus has been like my uterus is about to fucking like find another place to live it's not it's not giving me I'm not happy <laughs> it's not the coolest like I, I didn't know I had to go through a third puberty my voice is changing like babies smell like lemons I don't know <laughs> And, like, yeah, so I try not to stare at people's babies because I still believe in ojos. But now, at this point, like, ever since then, or maybe even before that, and I just didn't notice, but babies stare at me with, like, this this face and like kids do it too they're like whoa and I'm like what like it's nuts because I love them I love kids I love babies I especially love babies oh god but (laughs) like I love kids too like and kids up to like a certain age will just stare at me with this like this wide-eyed it's not like they're scared it's not like they're disturbed they're just looking at me as if I'm like on like I don't I don't know like I, they look at me like they used to look at anander and they used to look at anander like she was glowing or floating or sparkling or something and they look at me like that now and I'm like I don't know what it is I don't know what it is but it's 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 a very strange thing. I don't know how I got on this subject. I'm literally just rambling. I broke a fast last night with this is how this is how whole foods Whole Foods will wrangle me in is they put the sticker that says vegan on something and I've never seen it before and then I have to try it. And so I did that. <laughs> and, and I like my fast was supposed to be longer, but it wasn't. And I didn't care because I just felt so bad like i was like okay i feel bad maybe i need to fast and then three days into the fast i'm like i feel worse maybe i don't and i i realize my fast can't be as long anymore because i have burned off like a fair percentage of what used to be body fat (laughs) um and so I could just like go on stored energy because your body just automatically goes to ketosis after a couple days of fasting. Like it'll automatically just start burning fat for energy. And that's how fasting works. But if you don't have a certain amount, like if you don't have a certain amount of fat stored and you're also not intaking like a certain amount of fat because keto diet calls for um, fat, like high fat. Um, high protein to supplement for all the energy that is being lost technically through ketosis, you're burning the fat off your body first, then when you're out of that, like there's technically nothing else to burn, you're supposed to be eating high fat, but because I'm a vegan, <laughs> I'm like, there's not, I don't have like a, a lot of options, so I can just like eat a lot of nuts, which you have to be careful, because if you're also eating a lot of carbs, and nuts can be high in carbs depending on the nuts, um, so yeah, it's, it's a very, very, um, it's a balance, it's a balance, and I have not been, like, the most balanced individual, Lele, um, especially because I have, like, crazy dreams about, um, Betty White opening art galleries in my dreams, but this, um, episode is now 24 minutes, (laughs) I've talked about everything under the sun, except for, like, the details in the dream, it doesn't, doesn't really matter, I just kind of, like, I woke up like what the fuck because like I said even in my second dream I was like yo you guys in my dream Betty White opened an a, a interactive art gallery and it was the craziest place it was <laughs> so pretty it was so pretty i mean like i, was, I still remember that couch if if anything like if i'm losing details because i've i woke up now 30 minutes ago from losing details from the dream it's i'm never gonna forget that couch and the and the fact that she was playing piano and in <laughs> like these really long they were like cardi b style freaking like stiletto's guys like and then and then it was like you know how people are doing like sometimes they'll be like half coffin half stilettos it was weird her nails were like that with like tons of rhinestones and it matched her ball gown and her ball gown was like this this really pretty like ruched um like a side split it was really really pretty um like satin had a train on it she's just pretty and she had like these chandelier earrings she was just pretty she's betty white guys (laughs) um anyway that's gonna be enough i think um because it brought me back to two things that i wrote i've really been trying to like crack open the festival project because my my the way that things are going in my material world is just like pointing me to go inward and i haven't like i pretty much like like i said i got very emotional about it to a certain extent like where I couldn't really look inside my own writing. Like, I was just like, this is, this hits home in so many ways that it just hurts. I can't do this. I can't do this. And so I went back into the workforce, which hasn't really been satisfying at all. Like, being a personal trainer is cool, but it also makes me just like <laughs> hate myself even more a little bit. I mean, like, it's a very cool accomplishment. To at one point be almost 400 pounds and now be like, I'm a personal trainer. Like, that's cool, but it's also not what I want to do. And then realizing that we live in a society where it's like, follow your dreams. And like, follow your dreams literally to me translates into be homeless if that's what it takes. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. That is like the worst thing you can do to a human being, just to let you know, like, is to take away their ability to like go somewhere when they're done like working. Cause I've never been like the kind of homeless person that's like hey give me money like standing out on the street like give me something fuck that like i've worked entirely like I've, I've worked the entire time i've been homeless just to let you know like i've always had a job and just never been able to like save up for like a deposit plus first month's rent plus last month's rent because that is like six paychecks and like have you ever been able to like i don't know go to a job for eight hours and then go nowhere for the other 16 <laughs> for six paychecks it's very hard and so just bouncing around doing whatever i have to do to like pay by the day or pay by the week is is the best i can do but you know you get what you pay for and so it's not always the ideal living situation um and right now i'm i'm technically in the most ideal living situation that i've been in in years and still not understanding like what it is i have to do to align myself with myself and so like i said i've been having like pretty crippling depression which is hard for me to admit like I know we live in a world where it's like it's okay not to be okay like not really not if you're black or if you're poor or like if you're just if you're not if you're not in an ideal wife circumstance like it's not okay to not be okay like I get it if your parents or your uncles or your aunties or your cousins or whatever the fuck is gonna take care of you for you not being okay or if you could actually go to the doctor and trust that they're gonna put you on a medication that's gonna fix you instead of break you which which if you talk to a lot of minorities or just talk to a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like I took this medication for depression. It fucked me up. Like I took this medication for depression. It made me want to commit suicide. Like, OK, like this is not, you know, it's I'm I'm not really a social justice warrior, but I mean, like it's pretty much the equivalent of like, you know, um, <laughs> like anything that's going on um, in in the social justice realm in the in the way that I, you know, um I I don't know, I don't really want to talk about it because it does hit home. A lot of the times I wish that I could just, like, take a magic pill and everything would be okay, but in my experience and in so many people's other experience, uh, so many other people's experience, like, that's just not the reality. Like, you just can't trust a doctor, just like some people just can't trust a police officer. And so, um, you know, (laughs) um, that's that's just the way it is um, being black (laughs) and that's not cool um but that's that's you know how it is sometimes so I've been um trying to offset of course the depression that I'm feeling with like exercising more um and and eating right um but it's it's like it's a huge balance of just like being in the um right environment you know um being able to do for myself um i don't know miley cyrus (laughs) miley cyrus did it did it said it best and um it's crazy because i was extremely jealous of her growing up i was like fuck this bitch she has my life um i don't know i had this like fascination with just being a disney channel kid Um, and so I had, like, the same bias against, like, Selena Gomez, and, like, I don't know, for some reason I liked Demi Lovato, I was like, she's cool, um, but I was, like, aging out of Disney by the time she came around, and so I was just kind of, like, jealous of all the Disney Channel kids, because I was, like, I, I grew up wanting to act and sing and dance, and I was like, what the hell, these kids get TV shows and record deals, like, right out the gate, and so I never liked Miley Cyrus until she hit that, like, (laughs) that really weird age, Um, where everybody hits like everybody's awkward at that age but she was doing it like you know live um just like Justin Bieber and the rest of them (laughs) and um yeah no now I actually like really vibe with her she's like really cool but Miley Cyrus said it best she said um we have learned I think the quote was like you know um i don't know out of a magazine something that i read i was definitely reading it she said we've learned that sometimes health is wealth and that being you know <laughs> being being wealthy is the best cure to like any disease or some shit like that and i was like the whoa like for some reason it just like i already knew that but it hit harder like you know like just as a rich person coming coming down to like a regular person's level and being like yo sometimes like you get better care as you know maybe it has nothing to do with black and white, but sometimes you just get better care because you make better money or you have a better l- circumstance, and so you have access to 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 better care and so um, you know me i don't i don 't necessarily want um, what any doctor at my level of of living (laughs) would give me for depression or anxiety um it's just not gonna work for me and so um the best thing that I can do is like to eat well which also costs um that kind of ties into health as wealth um and and exercise as much as possible um but sometimes when you're in that in that state of mind where just like um you know Feeling very ugly and feeling very cursed in your own body, like being at the gym can be like the worst place to be, um. Even though it can be the best place to be, it's it can also sometimes like be the worst place to be, um. Because, um, you know, um, you know, we live in a pretty vain society, so, um, pretty people are are not the nicest people, <laughs> um, especially to to us underlings. So sometimes I can just like be in the gym and put on my blinders and really not give a fuck and I can feel good about it and sometimes I'm like oh man like all I'm doing is staring at the ground I really don't want to look around like it's not it's it's very much a me thing um because perception is reality and sometimes um my perception just gets all fucked up to where I'm like this is not <laughs> the world that I want to be in this is not what I want this is not what I want um so yeah I'm now um, going to end this episode. It's like a thirty-minute episode. It has nothing to do with Gerald or fucking Skrillex. Oh my god, Kate. Okay. Ah! Um, <laughs> or like anything about music um at all this is i mean <laughs> i i don't know like i don't know where super Cree is either at this point and um i guess you could just put it in to enter the multiverse because that was that was a very cool realm or level of heaven or something i don't know man but betty white's gallery was dope <laughs> um, i wish that i could actually bring that to like the real world because that was the That was the prettiest fucking place ever. Um, it was so pretty. I mean, like, I mean, maybe not the prettiest place ever. To be fair, I once visited a kingdom that was entirely instructed of gold. Um, And that, I mean, like, that was cool. But it definitely seemed like it was in the same area. Like, it it definitely seemed like that could have been a part of that place. But there were no castles of gold. Um, And just to be fair, I've been trying to go back to the places where the castles are gold for a long time. Like, once you go there, you're like, I don't want to be anywhere else. Um, Which is why I'm just like this walking ball of like suicidal ideation sometimes i'm just like man like this this planet is covered in trash and almost nothing is made of gold unless it's like hanging around people's necks which is super unattractive um so uh, yeah um that's that's enough i'm gonna go be crazy on my own um yeah i don't i don't know um i don't know the Betty White episode and Dylanception. That's two places. Two two places that that took me back to easily, and um, I haven't visited that in a long time. In a long long time, I don't even know where the Betty White episode is. Maybe I can find it and I can post it in the. Um, in the episode descriptions um for those of you listening and not reading along a lot of the time there are some like pretty cool easter eggs that can help you understand what's happening in this shit show of an anthology series because sometimes i'll remind myself of something when i'm auditioning the episode thinking like ah should i post this or not and then i listen to it i'm like oh this is golden because i've already written like I've already written the series, and I'm basically just reiterating you know like hopping through the multiverse when i'm when I'm playing these different characters and going through these different episodes and different things and so um a lot of the times whatever's in the description sometimes it has nothing to do with it, sometimes it has something to do with something else that I said in another episode I don't know it's very random a lot of the time i feel like i'm like god is just doing it because when i'm in my in my mode like i'm not even in my body i'm just like you know doing it and then that's that's what it's that's what's happening um and just a channel (laughs) i don't i don't know um but yeah maybe i can find the betty white episode and post it in the description because i think the betty white episode is like an episode of legends or it's a crossover with enter the multiverse and it's i think it's um i don't know i think it ties into like the whole lost lands time machine uh thing i don't know i can't remember I'll, I'll try to find it maybe i'll post it in the description anyway whoever's listening to this i don't know who it is i know that it's, it's it's somebody um whatever have a good one um i'm feeling progressively better than i was yesterday thanks to betty white or maybe it was the vegan meatballs i had um like i said you can't just put a vegan sticker on it and i've never seen it and expect me not to try it Yeah, anyway, um, this is the end of the episode now.